This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at Loserpool. Be the last man standing and win a thousand pounds guaranteed at loserpool.com. For all your taxi needs, download the ADT Taxi app on your smartphone and book your taxi now at ADT Taxis. Do you enjoy betting against your mates? Then it's time to check out Who Knows Wins. Who Knows Wins are changing the culture of gambling by making it social. They have removed the bookies from the equation and now you can bet on sports against your mates and friends. It's a great way to rake in the cash from your friends and have a bit of banter along the way in the chat section. No odds, no bookmakers. This is all about the prediction on sporting events. The more you know, the more you win. Download the app on the Apple Store or Google Play Store. For more information, visit their website at whoknowswins.com. Welcome to this week's episode of the 100% Leicester Fan TV podcast. You might be watching on YouTube. You should definitely subscribe to the channel. Or you could be listening on SoundCloud or maybe on iTunes. Hit the subscribe button on either platform that you're listening to as well. Right, on the show today, I've got a couple of guests. I've got uh, Anthony from the uh, 100% team. I've got Phil Holloway a little bit later on. And also got a Liverpool uh, perspective as well coming up on the show. Uh, big shout out to ADT Taxis, Everard's Tiger, Loserpool and any other sponsors on the content on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you. They really are appreciating. Help us grow on our on our content and our, on our channel as well. Right. First up, Anthony. Anthony, I'm going to fire some questions away. And I want you to give me your best, honest answers because you went to the Etihad Stadium at the weekend, and uh, I did a watch through on the Leicester Fan TV channel, which did really well. Um, you threw out a vlog as well on on that, and uh, and tell us a little bit about what you uh, got up to on that day. Uh, I would say went to Etihad. It, it was one of those games, like at the start of the year, you look at, I would say, Etihad and Anfield is probably your two hardest away days. But I still went there with a little bit of a little bit of confidence and feeling a little bit optimistic. But 
Man City, they were just better than us on the day. Yeah, I mean, they. I think they gave us a, a bit of a lesson, really, didn't they? They taught us a lesson. That's how it looked yeah. to me. Yeah, I think we showed them a bit too much respect sitting back Definitely. too much. But it's one of those, I don't want to get too down about it. They're one of the best clubs in the country at the moment. And we're still in an incredible position, second in the Premier League at Christmas. Like, if you'd said that to any level at the start of the season, they'll be buzzing with it. Yeah, second in the Premier League, mate. Um, it's, it's it's unheard of for, for a fan like myself. I've, I've followed Leicester since I was a little lad now. And <laughs> sitting top of the tree was one thing that season, and we won it. But sitting second is still a remarkable feat for for Leicester City. Do you think we can keep it keep it going? I think we may not stay in second, but I am feeling confident that we can keep in the top four now because there's a bit of a gap growing to fifth, and I don't see what like I don't see any team behind fourth catching us because they're so inconsistent. The teams lower down. Yeah. Um, so are you are you saying to me Champions League football is um, is on? I think so. I don't want to say it's guaranteed because you can never say that, but it would be it would be a bit disappointing getting into a position we're in now and men not getting it. But even if we don't, still to have Europe, Europa League would be great next year. But there's just Champions League's another level. Champions League is another level. Um, what an amazing Champions League run we did have uh, on that uh, debut season in the Champions League. Um, little little question for you, see if you can remember. Who was the first goal scorer in the Champions League for Leicester City? Marco. <laughs> Good lad. I, I was hoping you'd get that right. It was a simple one. I, I, I'm going to do this uh, along the show. I'm going to try and fire a, a question away and see if you uh, if you can get on. Um, now, it's Christmas coming up. Uh, are, are you all ready for Christmas, Ant? <laughs> oh my fuck! <laughs> <laughs> like it's the twenty third, and I'm travelling that travelling to Cardiff to spend it with my family later on today, and I've still got about six presents to buy. Oh dearie me, mate! Well, so, then... <laughs> not in the best. <laughs> We're kind of talking before Christmas, but this is going out on Christmas Day. So if you are listening and watching this, Merry Christmas to everyone. I hope you got everything you wanted. Uh, there is a competition on the Leicester Fan TV website. Go on leicesterfantv.com for a pink shirt by Pink Vehicle Leasing. You can check that out on, on the leicesterfantv.com. Um, but going back to the game, Ant, uh, look, look, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna lie, but Ben Chilwell got absolutely run ragged by Riyad Mahrez, turned him inside out, left up, down, left right, you name it. Um, is <laughs> is Ben Chilwell getting better, or is it time maybe to seriously look at the, the defensive capabilities of Ben Chilwell because he's not great in defence for me. He's a left back and he's just not as good as Fuchs. The thing with Chilwell and Mares is, I know it was a couple of years back, but Chilwell would have trained with Mares every day, and we all know he's going to try and cut into cut onto his left foot, and it seemed to beat Chilwell every single time. And it's like we could all see what was coming. I'm just surprised he didn't see it, what's coming. I know it's harder to like stop it than say it, but he just looked completely confused by it. Yeah, he just. I don't know. It's almost like <laughs> it's almost like Mares had a word in his ear. So can you just let me get past you a few times and uh, put some goals in? Because that's what it looked like to me. He was just—I <laughs> don't know what he was doing. 
Why was he even on the pitch at that point? I, I, honestly, we could have done with Fuchs at left back. But the biggest thing for me, Rogers should have done, I think, that wasn't just wasn't to be, was to get Hamza Chowdhury on and take Kevin De Bruyne out of the game. Potentially, yeah. But at the same time, if you bring Hamza Chowdhury on, then who do you take off? And then that will make us even more defensive. So it's one of those. Look, Yuri Tillman's had the worst game he's had for a very long time what I thought anyway I didn't think he turned up to be quite honest and I think we wouldn't have missed him on the pitch on that game it just it just wasn't there for me um, so I, I would have took Tillemans off for Chowdhury I get that but he's one of those players that like this is Tillemans that even if he's not having the best game he's got a moment of magic in him that he can sort of unlock a defence or or score a goal out of nowhere so I see what you're saying, but at the same time, that's, I wouldn't have. I would have done kept with it how it was. It just, I don't think any changes were really gonna change too much that day. I just think we were beaten by the better side. Yeah, they were. They were fantastic, mate. They really were. Um, I, like I say, I watched them uh, here uh, in the uh, little office, and um, they were just. They were just the better team. Oh, I'm not gonna deny it. We just. Didn't, I don't think we performed nowhere near the standard that we probably have in the season. And it was against probably the most important, except for the Boxing Day fixture, games of the season. Um, speaking of Boxing Day, uh, we've got Liverpool at home, 8 o'clock kick-off, which I'm still grumbling about. I hate the fact that it's 8 o'clock with no public transport and fat people are drinking and family and busy on Boxing yeah. Day. Uh, I'm myself... I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. I've got family gatherings going on, um, left, right and centre. I've got, you know, my side, my missus's side. So to get to the game, it's just, it's a, it's a difficult one. It's either a taxi for about 25, 30 quid there and back or more because you, you know they're going to charge double. Um, what's your thoughts on the Boxing Day fixture being 8 o'clock? I just want to know what you think because I think it's I, wrong, personally. Like, it's, it's, personally for me, it's actually worked out quite well but, Generally, it's just not right having a, a Boxing Day fixture at eight o'clock, and it, it's just it's like it's for Liverpool fans that I feel sort of particularly bad for having to travel back up to Liverpool after eight o'clock, yeah. after an eight o'clock kickoff. It's again, like you say, the Liverpool fans—they've got to travel. They're not going. What's the times? The kickoffs eight o'clock. It's going to finish at what about quarter ten? It's just—it's what is it? Two and a half, three hours or more for them. Yeah, it might be even busier because it is Boxing Day. That's what I mean. It's it's ridiculous, and I think it's only going to get worse over the you know the the, the longer the Premier League is up for basically the kickoffs are up for the highest bidder, aren't they? That that's what it is now. It's because of Amazon Prime this one, isn't it? Yeah, but it makes you think who else is going to go for football um, later on down the line? It, it you know all these big places are going for Apple TV and you've got Netflix and God knows what else are they eventually going to look at Premier League as well because they're all competing for views and you know viewers so I don't know but the only, I think the fans are the ones that lose out the fans that are going to the games we could have just boycotted it and made the made the you know because at the end of the day the presentation on TV only is replicated by the fans if there's yeah. no no fans a game is pants to watch on TV isn't it We've all watched a game where it's been closed off and it's rubbish. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think it's at the stage of boycotting the tour yet. I know, I know, but it's. I still think it's absolute oh, tosh. But there you go. Um, but going on to the actual fixture, uh, <laughs> they've just won the the club World Cup. Um, they've 
they're, they're European champions right now. Uh, are we scared? No, I no. think we haven't. We've lost once at home under Brendan Rodgers, I believe, and that was eight months ago to Newcastle. Yeah. So, like, if if there's any team that could beat Leicester, can beat Liverpool, sorry, I don't see why it can't be Leicester. I'll get you the, the, the previous stats on Leicester and Liverpool right now. I'm just clicking on there and getting them up from the official website. Uh, you've got total played. Leicester versus Liverpool have played 29 times in all competitions. We've beaten Liverpool 8 and we've lost 15. Uh, and six draws between the sides. Liverpool's form right now is all green. <laughs> wins, wins, wins. Leicester obviously were all greens apart from the loss at the weekend to Man City. Uh, Liverpool sitting top, um, 10 points be up, above and a game in hand now as well. So if they do come down here and beat us, I think the, the title race is pretty much dead for anyone else to chase them. I, I feel like it's practically dead anyway. I don't know how you feel about that. Um, yeah, they're pretty much out of sight now. They can afford to lose a couple of games and still run away. Well, still have a comfortable gap. And for me, it that's the presumption. Even if they do sort of lose a couple of games, that we don't drop any more points to before the end of the season, which isn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, favorite memory play against Liverpool, Leicester. Um. It's got to be that Vardy volley. <laughs> of course. I was just about to say the same thing. Has to, had to be, didn't it? It just has to be. It can't be anything else. It was also, wasn't, I believe Liverpool was the first game as well after Ranieri got, sack, got sacked, wasn't it? Uh, going back to 2000 and, where are we? 2017, aren't we? Mm, I believe uh, that's. Was it the February fixture? Was that right? I think so, and that, I think we won that one three one as well. That's right. So. You, you've you've got your your stats there correct, mate. Three one. It was a three one win. Um, was, was that under was that under Shakespeare? Yeah, that was under Shakespeare, and it was it was just a very strange atmosphere. I, was, I remember that game so well. Yeah, I, I do as well, mate. I, I so think it was that, that dream I think was that was that one of the I think that was one of the first times I met you, mate. Um, but look, the fixture itself. Uh, do you think there's going to be many changes coming into the into the match on Boxing Day, or do you think we're going to go for a full like full squad again with the same sort of players? Vardy up top, Casper at the back, obviously Ricardo on the right, Chile on the left. You know, the same same old same old. Very very similar, but we may see a change on the wing. I know Barnes. There was doubts over his fitness because he took a knock against Man City. But yeah. even if he had that knock, I might have dragged him away from the team for a little bit. That knock, some... that knock you're speaking of with Holly Barnes wasn't that the Edison challenge? Yeah. What, what do you make? Do you, do you think that was a foul? Because I do. It, it might have been, but to be honest, at the end of the day, the game was gone. <laughs> I still think that yeah. they would they would have won the game. So okay. it's all if buts and maybes, isn't it? Now, the previous game was 2-1 at Anfield um, earlier on in the season. Um, it looked like we were just going to get a point with a James Madison equaliser. Um, and uh, Michael Brighton, Mr. Michael Brighton, um, got in the wrong place at the wrong time again for me. He should I don't know why he sits at right back sometimes. Um, I suppose he was just defending. But uh, it's not the first time he's been caught out in that position. Gives away a penalty. That was, for me, never a penalty. Uh, and they, they get the 2-1 win at the end there. You was there. Tell me about it. Yeah. For me, it was just one of those. I don't even know why Albrighton was near the ball. It I should don't. have been to Rose Ed. 
by Schmeichel, but it is what it is. And like we went on a great run after that, and after that Liverpool loss, and sorry, after the Liverpool loss, and then the first loss we've hit, had since that was the Man City loss. So it's as frustrating as it was, we bounced back from it so well. Yeah, we've we've been on a good run, mate. Uh, the Southampton nine nil. That's who can we won't forget that one this season. That's one of those that will go down in uh, in history. Um, it's their moments, isn't it? Oh, it's just one of them, isn't it? It's gonna that will be talked about for a long time. Um, there's other there's other bits and bobs as well. There's the Newcastle one at home. That was that was a cracker. The five nil. Mm. Um, you've been to a lot of away games. What's the best away fixture so far you've been to this season, Ant? Probably Southampton. Yeah. Or Palace. I actually like. I know Palace was a really difficult game, but I really enjoyed that. I always like going to Southampton Park. It's great, great atmosphere there. Yeah. What's What's the atmosphere been like for the the actual Leicester fans on on away days? Uh, have Have they been loud and proud? Been you know singing a lot of songs because. Unfortunately, obviously, the three o'clock games, we don't get to watch them legally. So you can't, for fans like myself, I don't go away games. I don't really get to, to hear and, and witness the, the fans. Is it is it been a good ride so far? It's been decent, but it's been a pretty mixed bag, I'll say, to be honest. Some games it's decent and then some games it's quite quiet. Like the one that rings to mind of being really poor was Brighton. That, that away end was so quiet. but Not really. Sometimes it has been decent, though. Yeah, well, I only bring that up because it's been a little bit quiet at home in the last few games. Um, I'm not quite sure why. Many, many different uh, things have popped up on social media, uh, like Twitter and stuff. Um, that people are uh, too bothered about Christmas and blah, 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 uh, working hard and stuff, and people are tired. It's been late fixtures, it's cold, all these naff excuses, but surely... We're sitting second in the Premier League. Surely the atmosphere's got to pick up a little bit at the King Power Stadium. Yeah, I think on Boxing Day it'll be rocking. And I saw, do you see the Brendan Rodgers' statement today in his press conference? I'm about just saying... reading it now. Yeah. Right. Wants to be loud and proud and stuff. Um, it, it sounds it sounds good. Brendan Rodgers wants the, wants the fans to be loud and proud. It's a very important fixture. It's the leaders versus the, the, the runners-up, so to speak, at the moment. Um, and and big news as well. It's not big, but it's uh, a kind gesture by the club, as usual. Leicester City Football Club, uh, King Power brand, the best owners of club football. Free beers or water for Foxes fans attending the Liverpool fixture on Boxing Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's important though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm buzzing with that. Of course, why not? You know, it's it's something that we can always brag about. Um, our owners just care so much about us. They, you know, we've had what have we had over the last few years? Now we've had free scarves, free hats. We've had free beers, free mince pies, free birthday cake. <laughs> yeah, the list goes on. Yeah, it's just endless, and yeah. So so it's just just giving. It's- when you see the owners that we've got, and when you see some of the owners that other clubs got have got, you just realise how truly blessed we are. Oh, just it's just unreal, and it's just so sad to, to you know what happened with Pashai. Um, but I only hope that we can give back. And what I'm, what I mean by giving back, uh, Leicester fans, is the <laughs> the League Cup. We are in the semi-finals against Aston Villa. Give or take, would you say, Ant, the easiest fixture of the draw? 
uh, hands down the easiest fixture. United, as as poor as they've been, they can. We're the kind of team that they will play well against. They they play well against better clubs who go and attack them, and we will attack them. Yeah. And then Man City, then Man City in the League Cup. I know they've won it over the last couple of years. They can they can be a bit of a mixed bag though in terms of they could have rotated quite heavily. Also, yes, that's what I was thinking. But, but I think Leicester are going all out to win that. I really feel, yeah. I feel like Brendan Rodgers is going to push for this silverware because it is silverware. I know lots of lots of fans across social media and stuff just call it the Mickey Mouse Cup these days, um, that it's not important. And to be fair, a lot of clubs don't treat it with the respect that it probably deserves anymore. Um, but I do feel that it is one that we can get our hands on and potentially give back to what really has been a tremendous probably 18 months now with Vashai's passing and giving it back to the owners, so to speak. Yeah, and as good as it would be doing that, I don't think that would be the only positive to it as well. No, if we of could, course not. If we could win a piece of silverware, it could potentially entice players to stay at the club that might sort of be looking elsewhere and stuff, like players like Madison, who will have offers in the summer. If, I know it's only a small trophy, but if he thinks that that could sort of be the start of kicking on to something more, it might entice him, to, him and other players to stay. You mentioned uh, James Madison there. Um, uh, he is a Man United boy. He's a Man United fan. Um, yeah, apparently, so I've read, he's actually he is a Man United fan. Um, I don't know how true that is, like, but that's what I've read. Just like Maguire was a United fan, apart. Well, that's that's a different story, I think. Because um, he was he was a Sheffield fan as well, apparently. So he's a blade. But, he is a blade. Yeah. Harry Maguire is a blade, and I don't care what anyone says. He, he he's just full of full of it with the Man United stuff. That's just so every signing that United have, apparently they've been a United fan their whole life. So it's probably I something take... you have to sign up to when you get a contract with Man United is to say that you're a Man United fan on social suites so it spreads the word that you you know, you're part of the Red Devil Alliance. <laughs> but, <laughs> J- J- but James Madison, um Leicester have valued him at a hundred million pounds. Close to hundred and twenty, mm-hmm. I I think. Um do you think he will go in the summer? Not if we get top four. Not if we get top four, which is, I think, well, we've already spoke, I think will be more than doable. I think top four is, I think it's on, to be honest with you. I think fourth, anything out of that is a is now a massive failure because we've played so well and we're, you, you can't be second in the Premier League at, at Christmas and then drop to 10th at the end. And if we do, I'll cry. So, uh, so yeah, James Madison, 100 mil, um, that's that's a lot of money, mate. That could buy you what for the January, tran- January transfer window? What would you do with a hundred mil? What if a hundred mil was that? If Madison was to go? No, well, I'm just just I'm just talking hundred mil. A hundred mil for for one player. What would you spend that on if if you could? Just on one player. Well, <laughs> you can you can buy two if you want, mate. <laughs> the questions. What to you. I would do? Is I would. I would put ten million on Ryan Fraser because he's out of contract at Bournemouth at the end of the season. Yeah, great Bournemouth, player by the way. Yeah, Bournemouth aren't the type of club who can let a player of Ryan Fraser's quality walk away for nothing. Should you take Callum Wilson as a backup as well? Um, yes, but I good enough. Want to come and sit on the bench at mm. Leicester? Mm. I don't like as good a player as he is. I don't see why he would want to do that. 
And then I'd also be looking at spending big money on another winger. So bring in Ryan Fraser and potentially someone like Leon Bailey or a really big established name. Any any rumours you've seen that I've not seen that who we're linked to at all? It's that centre-back, the Turkish centre-back we've been linked to. I can't think of his name. The guy, the Juventus, oh, I can't oh, think. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Um, oh, no. oh, I can't think. I won't be able to get that up because I, I, can't, I can't just Google a random person. <laughs> it don't work like that. Um, is there anything else you've seen, Ant, at all, floating about? Um, nothing that I think sort of that, that reliable. You see all sorts of stuff going around, like Sun Chu to Man City, Johnny Evans to Man City, but nothing that I'd, I'm going to take too seriously. God, Johnny Evans. You just mentioned Johnny Evans there. What a rock he's been. Uh, I think he was a very, a, probably a standout player uh, against Man City. Um, I know he lost, yeah. but what a rock he was. Um, yeah. I can't, he's, I can't believe yeah. we signed him. From, I just can't believe we've signed him. And like, you, you know, he's been linked to someone, somewhere like Man City. It's just, it's just mad. It's absolutely mad. He's just been a rock. What a signing. Yeah, and it was only three mil, weren't it, from West yeah. Brom as well. Yeah. Just makes, makes it laugh. even. Just makes you laugh, mate. A player like him, an experience like him. It's just just crazy how our back four is now. I think we've got a very very strong back four, one of the best in the league right now. Um, and the stats don't lie, uh, with the table and stuff as well. It it doesn't lie. We are, <laughs> we, what are we on goal difference at the minute? I'm not sure. I'm... Uh, we are. Plus 27 on goal difference with 14 goals against. So it's exactly the same as Liverpool. So joint best defence in the league. That's just, that's madness. It's madness. That's Leicester City, you know. Yeah. Now, growing up, and I, I always thought we had a good defence back in the day when we had the likes of Steve Walsh or uh, Jerry Taggart or, or Matty Elliott at the back. You always had these big stocky lads at the back. And I think we've had that even for the last few years. We've had like players like Robert Hoof, Wes Morgan, um, you know, and now we've got Siunchu and Johnny Evans. Harry Maguire has just gone. We've always seemed to have these big, stocky, sort of yeah, but... slow, but you know they're effective at what they do. Siunchu's far from slow though, isn't no, he? He's, he's a tank. He's a beast. He he he's not scared to go forward either. As he's not scared to take players on. Um, yeah. I, what what do you make of Siunchu uh, coming in? Um, since taking over Maguire's spot when Maguire left, uh, has he has he got just has he just got better and better and better every game, or is he is he just a player that's <laughs> as soon as he walked in, this is me and this is how I am, and that's it, or is he getting better? For me, when Siunchu left, not Siunchu, sorry, when Maguire left, I was thinking we really need to sign another centre back here, and but when we didn't, we. We, I remember us doing a podcast at the start of the season and you, we were both saying we've just got a back for players that we've got now because there's no point moaning and, and stuff but we haven't signed another one. So, yeah, I was quite disappointed but the way Siunchu has come in and just played absolutely outstandingly and I would argue with anyone that he's been, in the period he's been playing for us now, what the first 18 games of this season, he's been better than Maguire was for the whole two years. He was with us. He's 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 absolutely fantastic, mate. I do. I agree. I think he is better than Maguire, and uh, the, he got a fan chant practically a week after Maguire had gone as well. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> <really>. <laughs> who deserves a, who deserves a chant that's not got one yet, mate? Ricardo Pereira. 
Uh, probably Ricardo Pereira or there's Johnny Evans, isn't there? But, but he's, I'd say Pereira or Johnny Evans. I I, I gotta say Ricardo Pereira. He's he, so far this season uh, he's been my favourite player. He's my he's my best player at, at Leicester City Football Club, outside of obviously Jamie Vardy banging in the goals at the top end. Ricardo Pereira for me he's just everything you you ever want in a right back. I was worried when we lost Danny Simpson because I used to love Danny Simpson, but <laughs> I, I, I'll shut up. I don't. I, you'd never replace Ricardo Pereira with Danny Simpson. Put it that way, it's been phenomenal. Is, with Danny Simpson, he was defensively he was decent. But going forward, he offered you nothing. And Ricardo Pereira, I'd say, is defensively better than him. And going forward, he's probably one of the best right-backs in the league he going is. forward. He is. He's got to be. He's got to be in the top three. right? You know, he's, <laughs> he, can't, he can't be anywhere else, mate. Ricardo Pereira, every time he plays, he, char- he just charges down that right side. He's, he's got a shot and half on him as well. He's just the complete right-back. He's right-wing, right-back. He's everything you want in a right-back. Oh, it'll be interesting to see if we had like a proper right winger out on that side, how he would get on. Because I'm a fan of Iosi Perez, but he's not actually oh, a right He plays, he's naturally a central player. Yeah. So this would be where I'd be interested to see if we could bring in another winger. If that would, if Ricardo Pereira would even kick on to another level. Yeah, Perez, man, he reminds me so much of Mores when Mores plays without that coverage, like Kante and stuff at the back for Leicester. He just, it's just not, it's not. There isn't any strength. There's no, there's no, Perez, uh, no idea of going backwards at all. Perez reminds me of Mares apart from the moments of magic. <laughs> like that quote, <laughs> right? And um. I'm gonna fire fire away uh, a last question before I go. Where do you think Leicester will finish in the Premier League this season? Third. Third. There you go. Anthony says third in the Premier League. Leicester City will finish third in the Premier League. You can follow Anthony at LCFC underscore Boyer underscore YT. It's on the video there. It'll be in the description as well. And you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. I'll drop his um, his YouTube channel in the description as well so you can check that out. He does Leicester, t- Leicester vlogs and other videos as well, don't you? You do previews with other fan channels and all sorts of you yeah, got one coming up, haven't you, as well? Yeah, I've got one coming up, hopefully, out on Boxing Day, so it'll already be out now. And this goes out yeah, for yeah. a preview for the Liverpool game. Brilliant. And that's with? That's with Dave at LFC Chats. Oh, brilliant. Okay, then, mate. Right, well, thank you for coming on, mate. Um, up next, we will have Phil Holloway and see what he thinks of the fixture just gone and Liverpool coming up and a few other bits and bobs we've banter up with. Your accumulator letting you down again. You've cashed out early. And you just can't win. Prehistoric football coupons? Nah. Have a think about it. Why not play a new way? At Loserpool. Pick a loser and win a thousand pounds in a last man standing tournament. Be a loser and win. At Loserpool. Enter for free now. Visit loserpool.com. 
Okay, thank you for coming on. And um, Phil, you're up next. Phil, uh, what did you think of the uh, the Man City game? And uh, what what was your thoughts overall? And what are your thoughts going into the Liverpool fixture, mate? And uh, are you ready for Christmas, Phil? Phil? Yes, first of all, happy Christmas, <laughs> Chappers. Hope you have a good one with you oh, and your you, family. Mate. Thanks for doing all these podcasts over the last few months. It's uh, been a bit of a roller coaster ride as ever for oh. Leicester, but we're at the top of that hill at the moment, second place. Just a shame how we played at Man City. I think a lot of Leicester fans watching the game, either there or watching it on TV, just felt like we froze a little bit again, just like mm. we did maybe at Man United, the big stage, everybody watching, chance to close the gap on Liverpool who weren't playing. And just felt like, oh, I don't know, perhaps we gave him too much respect. It certainly wasn't working for us up at Man City. We were trying to play out from the back. And I think you've just got to say Man City were back to they top, were. top form against us. They were closing us down. De Bruyne had a great game. Mm. Riyad Mahrez was involved oh. in a lot. And to be fair, we looked a little bit shaky for a big patches of the game at Man City. The biggest thing for me, Chappers, was at 2-1 down, Harvey Barnes had a cracking chance. Not, I'm not going to say it was easy, but it was a big, big chance. Yes. Uh, he missed it. Did he get fouled he by been. the keeper? Should that have been a penalty? Ref didn't give it. VAR didn't even look at it. Again, the game against uh, for Chelsea and Spurs the following day, Spurs did get a, a similar, penalty in yeah. a similar incident. Yeah. I don't know. It was a big turning point, and from then on, obviously, Man City went on to score a third. It was game over. Was We've got Liverpool over. to look forward to on Boxing Day, which is going to be, you know, a big, big game, and then West Ham at the weekend. So two massive matches for Leicester are following the disappointing draw at home against Norwich, the disappointing defeat at Man City. Wow, Phil, um, <laughs> you pretty much answered everything in one go. You didn't even let me get a word and in, Phil. For me, yeah, let's just hope we can pick up some points from those games. Not going to be easy, though. Um, who knows wins, Chappers? I've yeah. done another Leicester Fan TV live league that yep. I've set up. I've got you invited in on it, and we want as many won. people yeah, yeah, to come yeah. and have You're a go if they can. Um, pretty much we've picked every Premier League game over the weekend when Leicester play West Ham. So that's over the weekend, 28th, 29th. Uh, it's five quid to play. Chuck in five quid. We split the pot between the first, second and third. So, good chance of winning a few quid back. And it's all just a bit of fun, obviously, Chappers. So, big games in there. All the Premier League games this weekend. And I hope that it is a Leicester win. Obviously, the the Liverpool game, going to be tough. West Ham, more chance. We've done quite well down at the Stadium of London or whatever it's called nowadays. We have, Phil. Um, chance have been have been pretty good, actually. Uh, but I think the the home chance so far have been quite poor over the last couple of games um we've been quite uh been quiet at the king power we were talking about this with anthony earlier on in the show and i you know second at christmas semi-final of, of the league cup things are looking goodly if you ask me for leicester things are looking good phil things are definitely looking good uh second in the premier league like i say at christmas just unreal mate absolutely unreal um when you think about it, back in the day, yo-yo side, Leicester City going up and down into the Division 1 um, and that, that very low point uh, just before the decade started uh, in League 1. It's just crazy to think second in the Premier League. Merry Christmas to everyone. Um, what a Christmas it's been. Uh, year it's been, sorry. And what a Christmas it's been for, for Leicester this, this season. So... 
hope you have a great Christmas. Hope all the Leicester City fans have a great Christmas and a very Merry New Year. And we'll catch up with you soon, chappers. So don't forget, join in and play Who Knows Wins. And let's hope Leicester can do the business against Liverpool and West Ham. Cheers. Thank you for coming on, Phil. I'll, uh, I'll speak to you properly uh, after the, the year's out. Right, that was Phil Holloway there. Um, some of it was uh, pre-recorded. I uh, just sort of merged it in. I don't mind. I'll admit it. It's been busy as hell right now. Uh, both of us are just tied up with family and stuff. But seriously, guys, uh, thank you for the support on social media. Um, I did a watch through on the on the match. Man City versus uh, Leicester at the weekend. We had 3,000 viewers, which was great overall. We had 3,000 views on a watch through. Let me know. I'm going to do a poll on social media, on Facebook and on Twitter, uh, of what fix do you want us to cover next, myself to cover next on the watch alongs on the YouTube channel at Leicester Fan TV. Make sure you hop over to Leicester Fan TV's YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button. If you're already watching this video, obviously you're already here. Hit the like and hit the subscribe button. If you're listening on your podcasting platform, SoundCloud and iTunes, we really appreciate the support of listening in on those as well. I know some of you are international foxes. We'd love to hear from you guys. Let us know your thoughts of the season and the decade. I'm going to put out a decade review video coming up on the Leicester Fan TV channel before the new year is out. So just keep posted on social media at Leicester Fan TV on Insta and Twitter for more on that as we go. And that's enough from me, guys. I hope you have a merry, jolly, merry Christmas and get get everything that you wished for. No Liverpool away uh, perspective. I couldn't get the guys to do it at the cop uh, the cop on podcast or the cop ish uh, on youtube both guys are just too busy it's a busy time of the year guys do apologize for no away perspective this week but we will be back hopefully next week with all the regular content after the christmas rush is finally done with that's enough for me. Follow me at Leon Score Chappie on social media, on Twitter and Insta, and follow us all on uh, socials at Leicester Fan TV. Visit LeicesterFanTV.com for all competitions. I'll see you on the next one. Keep it 100% LCFC. Enjoy, guys. See you soon. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable no, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.